Hello everyone and welcome to today's video. In today's video we are going to discuss the differences between Luke Skywalker in Legends before Disney acquired Lucasfilm in 2012 and Luke Skywalker in canon today under Disney. Now of course while there are many different characters in Star Wars, at the center of many of these different stories that we could travel to in this galaxy far, far away. One of the main ones, in my opinion, is Luke Skywalker. This is the quintessential hero whose journey from a farm boy on Tatooine to a Jedi master saving the galaxy is nothing short of legendary. However, with Disney's acquisition of Lucasfilm, Star Wars' expanded universe was rebranded as Legends and a new canon was established. This change significantly impacted Luke Skywalker's character. Let's dive deep into these differences and get on with the video. Let's first tackle Luke in Legends. And mind you, this video could be hours long if we want to really get into the nitty gritties, which would include stories of Luke that I don't even know about, and I'm excited to read and understand. So let's just narrow it down and make it somewhat concise. The expanded universe, also known as the EU, is now known as Legends. This EU crafted an extraordinary future for Luke, transforming him into one of the most potent Jedi in history and a fan favorite. George Lucas has said that his favorite moment in all of the Star Wars films was in episode 4 when Luke Skywalker was looking out to the binary suns, feeling lost and wondering what his next adventure was going to be. He said it reminded him of himself as he looks to the horizon and wonders what his next adventure shall be. Now one of the most notable elements of Legends Luke is his role as the founder of the New Jedi Order. After defeating Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader, Luke devoted himself to rebuilding the Jedi Order, a task that Jedi Master Yoda had bestowed upon him. In the novel Heir to the Empire by Timothy Zahn, which I believe will be covered quite a bit in the new Ahsoka show coming out at the end of August. In this book, Heir to the Empire, for instance, Luke trains his sister Leia and others in the Force, establishing a Jedi Academy on Yavin 4. His new Jedi Order evolves beyond the old, acknowledging the complexities of emotions and relationships, unlike the strict, often prohibitive rules of the prequel era Jedi Order, which in my opinion were far too strict and rigid. And what happens when you have a very rigid tree in a very high wind? The tree will break. Furthermore, Legends depicts a much more powerful Luke Skywalker. And if you want to learn more about this, well, just go read the comics or the books, or you can check out my top 10 powers of Luke Skywalker video, which includes some pretty amazing feats like him walking on lava. With number 12, we have Force Light. At one point in Legends, when Luke was about to lose to a bunch of enemies, Luke used an incredibly rare Force power known as Force Light. This ability gave Luke a bright golden glow, freeing him from the arms of his enemy. The image itself is pretty cool to think about, but what's even cooler is what else it did. Force Light seriously heightened Luke's Force abilities and also diminished the powers of the dark side in any dark side user around him. In fact, it could be so powerful that it could permanently remove the dark side power from someone when Force Light was powerful enough. He becomes a Grand Master of the Jedi Order and displays a vast array of Force abilities. He mastered techniques such as Force Lightning, Healing, and battled countless Dark Jedi, Sith, and other threats in the galaxy. In Dark Empire, which is a comic series by Tom Feitch, Luke even falls to the dark side briefly under Palpatine's influence. Now I know this is super far-fetched, but it showcased a complexity to his character and ultimately triumphs over the Sith Lord once more. Luke's personal life also flourishes in Legends. He marries Mara Jade, 
a former assassin for the Emperor who becomes a Jedi Knight herself. They have a son named Ben Skywalker, named after Obi-Wan Ben Kenobi, Luke's, of course, mentor, and his father's best friend. At least, you know, <laughs> for a time. Luke's life in Legends, while fraught with challenges, has moments of joy, heroism, and personal satisfaction outside of his Jedi responsibilities. I feel Legends really goes into depth on Luke, not so much just as a Jedi, but as a character and a, as a person as, in whole, and really develops him in all different angles and corners. Really fleshes him out. And I think it's the fact that he really doubled down on his overall character development, which in A New Hope was, you know, a whiny little boy who was extremely impatient leading into The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, where he really started to master his own mind and temptations. But he always continued to keep that hope and that optimism and never put down the sword. And I think this is one of the things in Legends Luke that really made him such an amazing character. It's that you look at his character arc and by the time of, you know, the games in 2002 with Jedi Knight and Jedi Academy and all this, you really get to see Luke Skywalker in a very different light. And this is something that a lot of people, you know, especially mainstream fans who haven't played the games or read the books or the comics don't really know about Luke. So what they see is kind of what they get and they're like, well, this makes sense, but it really doesn't. So with that being said, let's look at Luke Skywalker in Disney canon and let me know what you think about it. So Disney canon takes a much divergent and arguably darker path for Luke and much more closed in my opinion, especially in the sequel trilogy. We're not going to talk too much about the comics because there isn't all that much added for Luke yet in the comics besides him, you know, fighting the dead ghost of the the Grand Inquisitor and finding a yellow lightsaber and throwing his blue one away. Literally, going to the depths of Bespin City, grabbing his lightsaber from the Ugnaughts and then just throwing it away. So rather than the Grandmaster who rebuilt the Jedi Order, we meet a man disillusioned and haunted by his past mistakes. After the defeat of the Empire, Luke does try to reestablish the Jedi Order, as depicted in the Star Wars The Last Jedi movie, which really divided the fandom. He trains a group of young Force sensitives, including his nephew, Ben Solo. However, when Luke senses the dark side in Ben, he momentarily contemplates killing him in his sleep to prevent another Darth Vader. This decision, though quickly regretted, leads to disastrous consequences. Ben, feeling betrayed, destroys Luke's nascent Jedi Order and becomes Kylo Ren, Supreme Leader Snoke's apprentice. Before I continue, to me, of course, this was one of the most ridiculous moments in the sequel trilogy. Luke would never have done such a thing whatsoever, even if he was worried that Ben would kill Han Solo and his friends. He knows that his thoughts betray him, and he knows that he can always change someone back to the light. And if he had learned anything from his father's arc and legacy, is that with someone as evil as Darth Vader, for as long as he was, it's never too late to turn someone back. Now I can understand maybe he was afraid and this and that, but he should have learned from his Jedi training at this point, being a Jedi Grandmaster, that fear does not exist in this dojo. No, you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying? Instead of facing his failure, Luke retreats to the ancient Jedi planet of Octu, cutting himself off from the Force entirely. No reaching out to his sister, or feeling anything in the Force whatsoever. He rejects the heroism and leadership that he embodied in the original trilogy and in Legends. Luke's character in Disney canon confronts the myth of the infallible hero, showing a man broken 
by his perceived failures, and above all, by his thoughts. Despite his self-imposed exile, Luke's character arc in Disney canon concludes on a bit of a hopeful note. In The Last Jedi, with the help of Rey and the spirit of Yoda, who was able to use lightning, Luke re-embraces the Force. He projects himself across the galaxy to confront Kylo Ren allowing the Resistance to escape and giving them hope once more. I much rather would have seen him actually show up and then not get tired and die on a rock, but it is what it is. In doing all of this, Luke demonstrates a previously unseen level of Force ability and reasserts his status as a Jedi Master. His final act is one of pacifism and sacrifice, encapsulating the essential principles of the Jedi. And so for that much, I do understand. However, is that what I wanted to see for our character that we have been waiting decades to see in action and to see as a Jedi Grandmaster? No, I think it was too early. In terms of personal relationships, Disney's canon Luke is notably solitary. The romantic storyline with Mara Jade from Legends is entirely absent. His most significant relationship is his complicated bond with his nephew, Ben Solo Kylo Ren, which ultimately proves tragic. And namely, because of his own thoughts and fears. If he hadn't just tried to kill his own nephew by standing over his bed while he slept and igniting his green lightsaber, things could have really taken a turn for the good, most likely. I think Luke could have actually talked to him. I think this was more of a Obi-Wan and Anakin sort of situation, whereas what was needed in this scenario was a more Qui-Gon Jinn and Anakin sort of situation. And I think Luke needed to be the Qui-Gon to Ben Solo instead of being the Obi-Wan or the Mace Windu. However, of course, there's a new mentor-student relationship introduced between him and Rey, which, initially fraught with tension, evolves into mutual respect and trust. So the two iterations of Luke Skywalker represent contrasting interpretations of the character post-Return of the Jedi, and I think this is something that I have the biggest problem with, and something I see many like-minded fans of myself and the channel have a major gripe with. Legends Luke remains the hopeful hero of the original trilogy, growing into an extremely powerful Jedi and a wise leader. And don't get me wrong, he goes through his own trials and tribulations. As Mark Hamill even said, Luke, going through something like he did in The Last Jedi, would have maybe packed up for at most six months, but then he'd get himself together and come back stronger. Anyways, Legends also gave him a more rounded personal life, adding elements like his relationship with Mara Jade and his role as a father, not to mention the absolutely bonkers force powers that he learned, which helped us to kind of understand Anakin's full potential had he not fallen to Obi-Wan Kenobi on Mustafar. Now in contrast, Disney canon presents a more nuanced and deconstructed version of the character. This Luke makes grave mistakes and grapples with their consequences. However, the mistakes in my opinion are things that Luke never would have done seeing as how his character arc was coming from a place that he was in in The Last Jedi. Or maybe even worse. His struggle is less about battling external forces and more about battling internal conflict, loss of faith, and redemption. And I understand for a lot of people this could be something that they need to see. But I would also argue that people who have lost their faith and have lots of internal conflict need to see someone who has had the same issues like in episode 4 and regained all of their faith, handled their internal conflict with themselves, with their father, with their family, with the galaxy, and overcame literally everything in a much more heroic and, well, badass way. This portrayal that we saw in The Last Jedi in sequels, and I say The Last Jedi because we didn't really see him much in the other films, he was presented as a flawed human side to the legendary hero and raising proactive questions about heroism, failure, and legacy. While of course myself and some other fans prefer the confident, unstoppable force that Luke becomes in Legends, others appreciate the deeper, more complex character study 
offered in Disney canon. And I say complex not because it's much more well written, but because it's just so much more bizarre that Luke would regress to this kind of state. Both versions honor the core of Luke's character in different ways. His courage, his deep connection to the Force, and his capacity for hope, compassion, and self-sacrifice. One of them just continues that arc from Return of the Jedi and doesn't really have any regression, and the other one completely goes the other way entirely, robbing the viewer of what we've been waiting to see for decades. In the end, whether it's the unstoppable Grandmaster from Legends or the flawed recluse of the Disney canon Luke Skywalker, he remains a compelling figure in the Star Wars universe. He continues to embody the struggle between light and dark, showing us that heroes can take many forms. And even in the face of the harshest failures and trials, there's always a chance for redemption. As the galaxy continues to expand in new directions, Luke's journey, in all its variations, will remain an essential part of the Star Wars saga, and one of my favorite characters of all time. Thanks so much for watching my video on Luke, both canon and legends, and let me know what you think about the differences. Catch you all in the next video. Be sure to subscribe here on the channel, find me on social media, and check out my daily podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes for exclusive daily episodes. Until next time, may the force be with you, always.